Hi, I'm, Hi, Katie. I'm Katie. And I'm Coley. Welcome, Welcome to the to SV Coven, Coven podcast. podcast. Little Witch Detective. Hello. Hi. So, um, I apologize if there's some audio issues. Coley and I couldn't hear each other, and now I'm hearing myself twice. That's weird. I'm only hearing you once. Well, hopefully everybody else is too. Yeah. <laughs> Because I don't know what's happening. I was like, hello, hello. If you go back and listen, I saved the recordings of me being like, can you hear me? (laughs) Are you there? (laughs) I totally couldn't hear you. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. It would not be SVU Coven if we didn't have some sort of tech issue. Yeah. I took my headphones out to see if maybe that was the problem. And it worked, so... Maybe, but I don't know because I couldn't hear you either. Like I couldn't hear anything. It was just like feedback. Well, I didn't say anything. Oh. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I apologize if there's an echo. Y'all will just have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we jump into things? Yes. All right, cool. So this is our witch talk. It's the corner of the intro of our show where we catch you guys up on what we've been doing. Um, I always kind of giggle to myself because it's a little redundant because Coley and I talk every day. So it's kind of like we're talking to each other so that you guys know what we're doing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Shoot, but what am I doing? I uh, have had the craziest weekend. I've gotten home past 3 a.m. the past two days in a row. Um. So I'm just, like, kind of just sleeping my way through life right now. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> um, all fun things. I went to Rocky Horror on Friday night uh, with my friend Sassy. And then um, last night I hung out with my friend Colton for a while. So it was all fun things. But it was like, oh, shoot, sleep. That seems important. Yeah. Um, Those are fun things, though. Yeah, but they were Especially fun. Especially the Rocky Horror. Yes. I've never been to Rocky Horror Live. Oh, my God. We should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been going. So the Plaza Theater in Atlanta, it's one of the oldest theaters here. They've been doing it. Um, Lips Down on Dixie is the uh, nonprofit theater group that does it. And they've been doing it for like 22, 23 years, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started going in high school. And then um, especially in college, it was like my thing. Like whenever my friends wanted to do something, I was like, we got to go. We got to go see Rocky. Yeah. Um, but now it's kind of like a special treat because it's more spread out because we're all old and we're like oh we can't go somewhere at midnight on a friday yeah (laughs) we need our walkers please so um um, i actually didn't see rocky horror picture show until i was in college yeah um i uh i remember the first time i saw it I was president of the Gay Straight Alliance at my college. And everyone was like, oh, my God, we have to watch Rocky Horror. I was like, if you guys have it, bring it in. But, like, Mm -hmm. I've never seen it. So all you need to know. Oh, my God. (laughs) All you need to know if you've never seen it is Tim Curry and a bustier. Yes. (laughs) That's the best part we can all agree on. Um, But, yeah, the live show is so much fun because it's you know got that little added oomph of the theater kids coming out and doing it and I love it we should definitely do that one day yeah we definitely should um but 
Yeah, there's an, a, another thing I'll talk about later that's going on with me, but uh, for the most part... Oh, a Dexter update, if anyone was wondering. I think he's better. Um, Yay! I didn't take him to the vet. I don't know if I've said this on the show yet. I didn't take him to his vet appointment because he seems 100% better, and he has his annual checkup in a month, so... I just decided not to put him through the trauma of going to the vet uh, if he didn't absolutely need to. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that was the right decision. Um, but he seems totally fine. He's acting totally normal. So everything should be good there, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's all that's going on with me. What's going on with you? Uh, yesterday was my birthday party. Mm-hmm. Uh, my aunt posted it. And we did a DIY paint and sip. Um, my cousin uh, did the like painting part, like the instruction part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we painted a margarita, and mine looks more like a daiquiri. But, <laughs> you know. It's cute, though. It gets the point across. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm proud of my moon and my string lights. Yeah, it's really okay. cute. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I have anything else going on. I gotcha. <laughs> That's still a fun thing. I'm glad you got to do something for your birthday. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's funny because part of the decorations I got were these balloons um, like the Mylar alphabet balloons. Mm-hmm. And they say, so happy I'm 30, but you stack them on top of one another. So it's like, so, and then the next line is happy, and then so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, and they're black and gold. So the black letters say shit going down. <laughs> And then it's so happy I'm 30 going across. Stop. I love that. So my nephew, who is going to be nine in October, which I can't believe, um, was looking at them. And he goes, why is there a bad word on the wall? (laughs) And I was so, like, downtrodden because I was hoping he wouldn't realize it. (laughs) Why is there a bad word on the wall? <laughs> I love that, though. And his one of his moms was like, what's the word? And he goes, shit. <laughs> That's how you got to say shit from now on. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I love that concept, though. It's very, like, oh, I'm 30 now. Shit, I'm 30. Also, I'm so happy I'm 30. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. That's so funny. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) But, yeah, that's all that's going on with me. I gotcha. So fun things. Yes. Um, Shall we talk about this uh, ad that happened? Oh, my God. (laughs) So... Chris Maloney was in a Peloton ad. <laughs> Naked. Naked. B- butt ass. 
Um, I was um, dying because of what you texted me about it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, um, those of you who have seen Oz probably know what I texted. <laughs> oh, God. I. It's so funny because um, the Chris Maloney fans came out on Twitter for this. Yeah. It was like an explosion. And even like he himself was kind of like, hee hee. <laughs> he thanked the wardrobe department for his socks. <laughs> I hate it here. Yeah. Um, um but on he did an interview with page six about it and he refused to tell whether or not he was actually completely naked or whether he had like skin colored briefs on Mm -hmm. um so he might have had the briefs on might have had the briefs on um but he was also talking about the little censorship blur over his stuff Mm -hmm. um and he said that they accounted for like swingage and swingage and and stuff like that. So I don't know. I think that people sometimes forget that Chris Maloney is funny. I he mean, is. he's a comedian. He's, he's a funny guy. Because. Mm-hmm. When- he's not being transphobic. <laughs> right. So that's the. Um... A caveat with Chris for us. If you don't know what we're talking about, you can go listen to an episode called The Maloney of It All uh, on our show where we hold him accountable for things he's done. Um, However, I do... I can appreciate his talent and he is very funny. If you guys are like me and you love stupid comedy, Wet Hot American Summer is one of my favorite series of movies. And Chris Maloney's phenomenal in that phenomenal just so funny so ridiculous could not be less like elliot stabler in every way like it's just like totally different um i've not seen that but i have seen him and harold and kumar go to white castle mm-hmm. and oh my god <laughs> even in um that show he was doing for a while uh happy i happy. think it was called yeah he's he's silly and he's goofy and so i think um especially new people to the fandom don't know that because they're expecting Elliot Stabler all the time yeah and I'm like you don't understand like Chris is funny he's a comedian at heart like he's so silly and so to do something like this is not really outside of his purview to me no and he has come out and said that he enjoys working out in the nude yeah (laughs) um also he's just a handsome guy you know yeah um um but transphobia in and of itself is an issue in the comedy community anyway um there's I mean if you watch not to go completely off track here but if you watch any Adam Sandler movie there's at least one transphobic joke in every one of his movies I know and it sucks because I love Adam Sandler yeah Uh, but something you have to take with a grain of salt too is um And we've talked about this a lot on the show, but uh, especially like Adam Sandler in particular, his older movies, the way we talked about things is not necessarily the way we talk about them now. Yeah. 
Um, and I think there's been a lot of learning and growth, especially in the comedian um, community. Not always. We've got those Dave Chappelle's, you know, but um, <laughs> there has been a lot of growth to their credit. And I even dare say that there's been growth on Chris's um, part as well. He just has not been accountable for his actions. Yeah. Um, which is why when we talk about him, we are more sensitive on the show because we're not necessarily his biggest fans, but you can't really talk about SVU without him, can you? Exactly. So, however, the ad is silly and goofy, and I encourage you guys to go watch it because I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also thought the uproar on Twitter was interesting. There were a lot of, like... um new fans coming out and talking about it yeah um and a lot of like oh this is um olivia benson's man like olivia benson gets to be with him and all this stuff and i thought that was kind of ridiculous i also saw a lot of um like krishka shipping coming out of this too yeah which i'm not a fan of no but not a fan you know, good for him. Whatever. Do you think he actually uses a Peloton? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, he could afford it. The bikes are expensive, and then you have to pay $50 a month for a membership, and he could afford it. So maybe he does. I don't know. He probably, if he does, uses it in the nude. Probably. Oh, my God. Well. Yeah. Chris Maloney, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) Let's move on from Naked Men, shall we? Yes. Um, So something I just wanted to talk about again, if you listened to our last episode, we're just super excited. So uh, this time next week, I will be in Connecticut uh, visiting my friend Matt. I don't think Matt listens to this, but if you do, hi. Um. But uh, shortly after, I am jumping and skipping over to New Jersey and hanging out with Coley for a few days. Yay! We're so excited. <laughs> I, if you guys didn't know, Coley and I have never met in person before. <laughs> no, we haven't. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but it kind of worked out. I had a work trip to California and it got canceled uh, or rescheduled, I should say. And then I was like, well, I already have this paid time off. Why don't I just come to New Jersey? (laughs) I have to let work know that I'm out of office while you're here because I don't want to be working while you're here. Yeah, I gotcha. I have the paid time off for the week that's been approved, but there may be like a day or two where I have to hop on and do something. Um, But... You know, I'm also going to try not to work. I actually intentionally was like, I'm going to leave my laptop at home. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to take it with me. (laughs) Well, you can always use mine if you have to hop on. Yeah. I was just like, no, if I leave it at home, then I'm not going to be checking my Slack notifications. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, Uh, super excited. Yeah, I have to let them know that I'm out of office. Mm -hmm. I'll go in and um, update your thingy too. Okay. Um, but yeah, super stoked about that. We're going to do a bunch of fun things. We're potentially going to record an episode together while we're there. Yes. Um, and universe go burr. Okay. But we're going to be together on the anniversary of our first episode dropping. Yeah. So that's kind of (laughs) nutty. 
<laughs> is it one year or is it two years? I feel like it's two. Because I feel, didn't we start in the pandemic? So like 2020? We started like right after the George Floyd stuff. Mm. So yeah. I feel like that was two years ago. Yeah, because I remember when we first started recording, I was still living um, with my ex-boyfriend in our first apartment. Yeah. Um, and that was two houses ago. So two years makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> kind of crazy. It's also on my rabbit's birthday, um, yeah. which is why I remember it. Well, also because Facebook tells me, because when we first started um, – if you guys have been here with us for two years, then you know that we were more prominent on Facebook in the beginning because I was trying to get like a Facebook group off the ground and stuff. Yeah. And um, when that was happening, I was posting all of our episodes on Facebook. So when the first one came out, I was like, oh, my God, look at this thing that we did. <laughs> and it happened to also be on Florence's birthday. So I'm never going to forget it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got to love Facebook. Yes. Um. But yeah, we're going to see each other, potentially record, uh, and do some other fun stuff, too. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of other fun stuff, um, we want to get SVU-related tattoos on the anniversary of the show. Um, we were looking for suggestions as to what we could possibly get. Yeah, so right now I have that, like, um, it's in typewriter font, and it just says dun-dun. Yeah. Which is cute. I love it. I just don't know where to put it. <laughs> yeah. I know where, I'm put it, where I'd put it. But... Um, so if you guys have suggestions on even where to put it. Yeah. Um, but I was also, thinking... keep hmm? in mind, if you're, if you're um, giving us suggestions of actual tattoos... Keep in mind, I do have um, Olivia Benson's badge numbers, her sergeants and her detectives badge numbers in Mariska Hargitay's handwriting already. So maybe not that. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. It's so unique because even if someone else were to get the exact same tattoo and get them in her handwriting... She made a mistake on the zero of zero one one three nine, and the tattoo artist worked that into the tattoo. So even if someone were to get the exact same tattoo as me, they would never have that mistake. Mm-hmm. So it's completely and totally like mine. I love that so much. Yeah. Um, badge number is such a cute idea. Yeah. They're uh, on the arms of an anchor. Cute. I think I've seen it before, actually. It's on my thigh. So mm. you might have seen a picture of it, but... Yeah. Um, I So I really like the Dundun one because it's yeah. subtle and cute. Um, however, I would love also something to do with Munch. If anybody has Munch suggestions... Yeah. I know Richard Belzer has tattoos himself, but I don't remember what they are. Um, he has one on each wrist. Um, these are the only ones that I know of um, mm-hmm. because they're the only ones I've seen. Um, he has one on each wrist. One says, um, don't panic. And the other one says, love, I think. Hmm. 
He's such a softy. Yeah. Um, something or like a shape. I could do like a shape of some kind. Like even if we got like the outline of a badge or something, but I don't know. I I've seen a lot of cute Olivia related tattoos. Um, but I'm not sure how I feel about like I saw you know that makeup bag I sent you for your birthday. Yeah. It was kind of like that where it's like an outline of her. And you can mm-hmm. tell that it's Baby Benson. I saw a tattoo like that. That was really cute. But I just don't know if that's me. Yeah. So I'm, so we're open to suggestions. Right now we're yeah. leaning towards Dun Dun. Yes. Um, but I realize when you get a tattoo that says Dun Dun, people are going to be like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm here for it. I, right now I'm thinking behind my, like above my elbow on my right arm. That's exactly where I'm thinking, only on my left arm. Yeah. So Universe Go Burr, it may end up being that. but uh... Yeah, because, and it would work really well, because if we stand next to each other and someone takes a picture from the back, you could see both of them. Like, it would be really cool. It would be cute. So that's where we're leaning. But if someone wants to um, reach out to us with some other ideas, let us know, because we're open. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be super cute on the anniversary of our show. I just cannot get over the universe being so crazy and like making this all happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, why don't we, we're going a little over, so I will, um, hurry us right along. So really quick, I just want to say to you guys, uh, hi, and also, um, (laughs) We are in season two of our show, which is crazy. As we were just talking about, we've been doing this for, you know, two years now and we love it and we love our format. We've really got it solidified uh, and it's fun. I have no issues with it, truly. But um, we know that some of you guys have listened to us for a while. Some of you might be new, anything in between. And if there's something you want to see from us, let us know. I know that we do less witchy stuff, more SVU stuff these days, um, which is great because, you know. We love the SVU. However, if you want to see more of that, let us know. If you want to change up our format, let us know. If you want to be on the show, let us know. Yeah. Um, we're kind of open to anything, and I've been including this in the intro now because I think we would like to hear from you guys. Um, we do things very structured, and you know that's good and great and everything, but if there's something new you want to see or hear, we've talked about doing visual podcasts before, doing streams before, anything like that. Yeah. Um, and we still can. So let me know. And uh, you can do that by shooting us an email at svucoven at gmail.com. Uh, however, moving right along here, if you are on social media and would like to connect with us, we are active on Instagram. Uh, our Instagram handle is SVU Coven. You can DM us there, follow us, anything like that. Um, if you'd like to be part of the larger community, you can also join our Discord server. It's totally free. Um, and the link for that is in our Instagram bio. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does expire after seven days, though. So you want to get in there as soon as possible. If it is expired, just shoot us a DM because you're already on our Instagram. You can follow us and then shoot us a DM and say, hey, I want to get on the Discord and the link's not working and we'll send you a new one. Uh, so no pressure, but also 
pressure. Go join the coven. It will be fun. We can talk about tarot. We can talk to you guys one-on-one. We can watch SVU together. Uh, Not live because Coley and I don't have cable, but in theory, we would love to watch with you guys. There's voice channels and text channels over there. Yes. But like I said earlier, we also have an email address. So if social media is not a medium that speaks to you, you can always email us, especially if you want to be on the show, sponsor the show, have questions for us. It's svucoven at gmail.com. Coley checks our email regularly, so someone will be responding. (laughs) Yes. I have our email on my phone, so. (laughs) Ah, yes. Um, This is your episodic reminder to rate, review, and subscribe. Um, rating and subscribing are the most important. They tell the algorithm that people like us and they will recommend us to other people to listen to us. Um, that was a lot of us's in one sentence, but oh well. <laughs> um, rating is just really nice. Um, I'm checking to see if we're still holding steady at one review. Um, <laughs> Yep, we're still holding steady at one review. Ah, yeah. So, um, (laughs) if you want to up that number, that would be great. Um, And we will read your review on the podcast. Good, bad, indifferent, whatever. Yeah, if you even have constructive criticism for us and you want to be mean, on the show. So, you know, we take them all. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, Should we jump into our self-love affirmation? Yes, let's do it. Okay. So we invite you to close your eyes if you're not driving or operating heavy machinery. Um, If you are driving or operating heavy machinery, please keep your eyes open, but remember to breathe. (laughs) Um, And meditate on this affirmation for a few moments. And it's, I'm learning from my mistakes and I'm growing. And that's from the Mantra app. Not sponsored, but would love to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. I love that. I've been having a mentality of, like, growing through what I go through. Yeah. Um, because I think we all make mistakes. And we're always growing. And the best thing we can do is grow and learn. Yes. So. I do love that. And it's fitting for this episode, I feel. It is. It definitely <laughs> is. Um, so, jumping right into the summary. This is a long summary. Um, kudos to whoever wrote it. Because <laughs> it's actually really good. Um, okay. So, when an unidentified 16-year-old girl is found dead with signs of sexual assault, bruises, healed fractures, and hard calluses on her hands... But wearing expensive jewelry and running shoes, SVU detectives su- suspect long-term abuse on mentors. However, they soon discover the perfect girl, Christy, was a star gymnast in training with a harsh coach, secretly receiving special attention from an older man who was a major benefactor at her gym. And they realize that this was most likely not the work of a stranger. Further investigation into her life and death revealed that this young woman had more than a few astonishing secrets. You did it. I did. <laughs> um, but like I said, kudos to whoever wrote that because that was an amazing summary. Um, 
That's from IMDb. Again, not sponsored, but would love to be. Um, so let's jump right into the episode. Um, we open on a garbage man, men loading garbage into the back of a garbage truck. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what they do. You know. It's their job. <laughs> um, they try to move a dumpster, but the wheel is stuck on something. The body of a teenage girl. Dun, dun, dun. Melinda arrives on the scene where Elliot and Olivia is already present. Elliot says it took her 45 minutes to get to the scene, and she says murder is on the menu today, so don't scold. Then after examining the young teenage girl, um, she says, guess what? She's dead. Mm. And by examining, I mean looking at her. Um, Because that's really all she did. She looked at her and she said, guess what? She's dead. Oh. (laughs) I was Um, wondering. Yeah. Um, Olivia points out she had a fresh gash on the arm post-mortem. Melinda says that she's been dead for about 12 hours, which I don't know how she figured that out, because the only way to figure out time of death is by taking a liver temperature, and Melinda didn't do that. Yeah, I notice often Melinda just says the thing, and she's like, yes, this is what it is, and you're like, okay, but how? Yeah. (laughs) Um, and she has blunt trauma to the head. She's between 12 and 15 years old. No track marks yet um, that she saw. Melinda asks Elliot if he thinks she's a sex worker. Which, she's underage, so that would be a rape victim. Mm-hmm. Um, Elliot says they're looking to pass it off to homicide as they have 17 open rapes before this one. Melinda asks for a minute. Ellie and Olivia talk to CSU, who find, who found the murder weapon, sales slips in her pockets, and a charm bracelet. Um, Melinda says she has bruising consistent with being spanked and raped. This one belongs to SVU. Dun dun. Dun dun. Um, the squad talks details of the case. Cragen gives orders. Uh, Munch and Finn are knocking doors in the area. They knock on the door of an older woman who opens the door and insists she doesn't know anything. She tries to close the door on them, but Munch stops the door from closing and opens it back up. The woman invites them inside. And Munch is looking out the window. Uh, Munch and Finn talk to the woman. She says her neighborhood is now full of sex workers. The police chase off and they wind up there. Can we talk about how you started using the MF abbreviation? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me so happy. (laughs) Anyway. Um, But I did the same thing for Munch and Jeffries. I did MJ. Yeah, it's just Um, so funny because when I read it, I think motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, same. Um, Munch says there was a murderer the night before below her apartment and the woman asked who cares it was just another sex worker Finn says he cares Munch says she was just a kid Munch says if she doesn't speak up then he says something in Greek um I'm assuming something about a ghost because I heard the word uh phantasma which phantom right I'm assuming it was about a ghost Um, probably so 
Uh, and the woman asks if he'd curse her. Munch says every day. The woman heard shouting around 8.30. Um, including the word whore. Mm-hmm. But she didn't want to get involved, so she turned up the TV. That reminds me of, like, every time my brother hears people shouting in our apartment complex, he says out loud, but that's none of my business. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm always like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Ellie and Olivia go to a shoe store to ask about one of the receipts found in the Vic's pocket um, for a pair of running shoes. They show an associate the picture of her, and he says after a while, they all start to look the same. Elliot asks if he, re- or no, says if he remembers anything to give him a call and give him, gives him his card. Um, Elliot and Olivia are called to the ME's office. Melinda gives her report. The Vic is a Tanner stage three, so 12 to 13 years old. Perp was a secretor, and he left semen. Uh, too many injuries to be just plain clumsiness, long-term abuse, had an ingredient found in laxatives in her system, enamel erosion on upper and lower incisors, trigger warning for um, eating disorders. Um, she was bulimic. She had calloused and healed over palms. Um, she was Working for someone, but Melinda won't hazard a guess as to what she was doing. Um, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Okay. I was just it listening. Was it was completely silent, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> nah, I'm still here. I was just ingrained in the episode. <laughs> yes. Um, Munch and Finn um, are at a church to see a madam about her girls. Munch asks if the madam knows their Vic via picture. Um, she says she doesn't, and she doesn't deal with children. Her girls just look the part. Tells them to check with Willie Maxwell on Amsterdam. If anyone knows her, he will. Um, Munch and Finn then go to see Willie, and someone's returning a tape as they're talking to him about their Vic. Munch says he wants to rent a tape, but Willie says he can't, and then says... Um, he can't take it without a warrant, and anything they find without a warrant is fruit of the poisonous tree. Sounds like Mr. Willie there read up on the law and is still breaking it. Um, Finn asks the man returning the tape if he wants to walk away from it um, and try to get information out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellie and Olivia meet Willie in interrogation, led in by Munch and Finn. Willie says he won't say anything without a lawyer. Elliot says it's not a problem. They just want him to know what he's being charged with. Ellie and Olivia then interrogate Willie, but are pulled out by Cragen. He says they found a match on the Jane Doe, a 13-year-old from Queens. Cragen says they've got Willie on possession, and they'll get his list of customers for his CP business, his child porn business. And arrest every hump on it. Um, Ellie and Olivia go to the Bryce residence in Queens um, to talk to the mother about her daughter Carla, who ran away after her father hit her. When he found her and her mother, Mrs. Bryce asks Ellie and Olivia to take her to see her daughter. Elliot and Olivia bring Mrs. Bryce to the Emmy's office. 
Belinda pulls back the sheet covering the body, revealing the body of Jane Doe, um, only for Mrs. Bryce to fall into Ellie and Olivia's arms and say it's not Carla. Um, Ellie and Olivia talk to Cragen about their Jane Doe not being Carla, and Munch says um, the stones on the bears of Jane Doe's charm bracelet were real diamonds. Cragen gives orders. Uh, Munch and Finn go to talk to Munch's contact in the jewelry district. Um, gives them a lead to a jeweler who is semi-retired and only works for his son-in-law's store now. Ellie and Olivia go to missing persons and are led to a Christy Meyerson, 16, last seen leaving gymnastics, gymnastics practice, which explains the palaces. Um, do you, do you yeah. know if this was based on a true story? Um... I don't know. Yeah, because, you know, SVU, um, everyone listening probably knows this, but the whole thing is ripped from the headlines a lot of the time. Um, And I was wondering if this was true. I actually was trying to find it online before we started recording, but I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Um, But it just seems, for some reason in my brain, I feel like this was a real thing that happened, this story. I mean, it totally could have. Yeah, um, but I but if anybody I knows, <laughs> let yeah, me know. If anyone knows, let us know. Yeah. Um, and she was reported missing by an Ilya Korska. Ilya coaches gymnastics at Chelsea Athletic Club. We meet him as he's in the middle of coaching another teen girl through her bar routine. Um, Ellie and Olivia introduce themselves, and he asks if they found Christy. Elliot asks if they can talk somewhere more private. Ilya asks who would do such a thing as he looks at the picture of Christy's body, explains that she didn't have a boyfriend, that his girls don't have time for boyfriends, um, that Christy's parents lived in Oregon. 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 Sorry, I do that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) um, They saved every penny so Christy could train with the best. Explain that Christy lived with the family of another little girl he trained. Um, Ellie and Olivia walk out. And Olivia says she bet Christy got the bruises from working out. Elliot says he'd still call it abuse and that he'd get the car. Olivia talks to the girl we saw in the uneven bars when they walked in. Said she looked good. Um, the girl said she was the big Joe girl. Olivia says she doesn't have a fa- an ounce of fat on her. Um, <sighs> she asks why she got her period, and Olivia says because it's natural. And she says no, it's because she wasn't training hard enough. I just um, jumped because Dexter just bit my hand while I was sitting here. I was just petting him, and he was like, no. Yeah. It's okay. You're such a cat. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. anyway sorry <laughs> um, Munch and Finn go to the jeweler's store where the semi-retired jeweler works um, Petries Petries something Petries? I don't know <laughs> <laughs> and asks for the info on who bought the charm bracelet worth $8,000 um, Ellie and Olivia go to the family Christy was staying with the mother asks if anyone called Christy's parents they're on the next flight they can get out from Oregon. 
Um, they, she said Christy went running with Lori, another gymnast. <clears throat> she was usually home by 10 because this is a nightly occurrence. So when it got to be midnight, she called Ilya. Elliot asked her about Christy's social life and her relationship with Ilya while Hannah, the daughter, took Olivia to Christy's room. Olivia was looking at a picture of Christy while Hannah told her that Christy taught her things, um, like how to tuck in her somersaults. Um, Olivia asked Hannah about Poppy, who was the one who gave Christy the charm bracelet, and the big teddy bear in her room. Poppy was not her father, but her boyfriend. Um, something that I'm not sure. I don't know if I spelled Poppy right in <laughs> the notes. Um, that's how I've always seen it spelled. But when I was watching the episode um, with the subtitles on, they were spelling it P-O-P-I. So I don't know. Well, it's okay. <laughs> Same difference. Uh, yeah. Ellie and Olivia meet with Lori and ask her about Christy's nightly runs and about Poppy. Lori talked about weigh-ins and how meeting with a boy would be grounds for dismissal. At the Stabler home, Elliot is reading the paper and Maureen is doing her homework. She slams her book shut and Elliot asks her what's wrong. Maureen eventually tells him that her grades aren't cutting it. She got a B-plus on her English midterm and she'd never get into Columbia with grades like that. Elliot reminds her she's 15 and to relax. I love when we go into the Stabler home. Me too. I don't know why. I just love those Stabler, Stabler kids and Kathy. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the Stabler kids, um, the actors who play them all have a group chat. I know. I've seen the screenshots. They were talking about Chris's Peloton ad. <gasps> Wait, I didn't see that. What did they say? They were like, did you see dad's new ad that he did? And <laughs> everyone was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so if y'all don't know, um, uh, there's a new SVU sister show that uh, Chris Maloney is the head of. And all the Stabler kids, for the most part, have come back to play their old characters. Actually, I think the only ones that came back to play their old characters are Kathleen and Dickie. Yes. And then the other three are, like, new actors. Yeah, because I don't think they... Eli makes sense that they would have a new person. He was a baby. Yeah, he was just a baby. (laughs) Um, And then I'm sad the original actress for Maureen didn't come back. Yeah. Um, Because she's the spitting image of Kathy. Yes. The spitting image. That casting, just immaculate. Um, but yes, amazing. there's a couple of the original uh, Stabler kids are back, and it makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. um, back in the squad room, Ellie and Olivia talked to Cragen about finding diuretics and laxatives in Christy's room and Ilya's background. Um, Munch and Finn walk in, and Munch says they trace the bracelet back to Kyle Hubert, a gold circle contributor to Ilya's Athlete Foundation. Um, they found Poppy. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellie and Olivia go to talk to Kyle, who explains that he's been a donor for girls' gymnastics for 10 years, um, that he bought the girls' 
who showed promise expensive gifts and that he wasn't sleeping with Christy, that she called him Poppy because he reminded her of her father, uh, said he wouldn't submit to more questions to Oh, and Olivia exit Kyle's office, and Olivia said they're going to need a court order for the blood sample. Elliot suggests they hit up Ilya's place to see if any of the girls saw Kyle and Christy together that night. Elliot and Olivia talked to some girls in the gym about Kyle's fever, and from what it sounds like, he's a creep. Um, he gave one girl body lotion and told her to think of him when, he, when she used it. Um, and calls another girl olive oil which is a Popeye reference if you didn't know I did yes (laughs) (laughs) Um, Elliot talks to Lori and asks about Kyle Hubert Christy's boyfriend Lori said if she knew about it she'd have to tell Ilya but it made sense Hubert was always giving Christy the best gifts and guess she liked all the attention um, Ellie and Olivia talked to Creighton about what they found out at the gym. Munch and Finn come in to say that his financials reveal he has two mortgages, one of which or is a place uptown, and the other one is near the slaughterhouse Christy was found outside of. Um, Ellie and Olivia arrive at the slaughterhouse residence. I didn't know what else to call it, so I just called it that. Um, <laughs> first and are talking to the apartment manager when Munch and Finn pull up with the warrant. They go inside and find a bed with teddy bears all over it. Um, Pictures of gymnasts and videotapes of gymnasts. He forgot to... And when I say videotapes, I mean like sex tapes Mm -hmm. of gymnasts. Um, He forgot to change the sheets. There was enough semen on the bed to match the sample on Christie's body. Ellie and Olivia are interrogating him and tell him he's guilty of statutory. He says that they kept their relationship private to protect the program, but that Christie wasn't a child. She was 19. Alex says that since she really was 19, they got a copy of her birth certificate. Um, they didn't have a case. Reagan says that she looked like she was 14. Alex says it's sick, but not illegal. Olivia says that because she was older than most girls by the time she was good enough for Ilya, she shaved off a few years. Ilya didn't know she wasn't 16. Alex says the girls give up their whole childhood and are starved for love. Olivia says and for food. Um, They stop eating to maintain their weight, which stops their mental cycles, and that means no growth physically, emotionally, or sexually. Okay. Almost done. <laughs> Cragen questions Christie's parents about her age. Um, and Kyle. Um, <laughs> tells Kyle. <laughs> In I sentence. Had, <laughs> I had to think of what I meant there. I was like... <laughs> In the notes, it just says, Cragen questions Christie's parents about her age, comma, Kyle, period. <laughs> I didn't know what I meant, so I had to think back to the actual episode, and I was like, oh, and they asked about Kyle, too. Okay. <laughs> oh. Um, 
Anyway. Elliot tells Olivia that Ilya's prints were found on the bracelet, as well as Christie's. Elliot and Olivia go to find Ilya, but find Lori practicing, says that she spied on Christie for Ilya, and she told him about Christie and Kyle the day Christie died, that Ilya ran off to find her after she told him. Ilya said he made Christie break up with Kyle and then made her go running. The squad are trying to figure out how Christie veered off the promenade where she was running and wound up where her body was found. Um, Lori confesses to killing Christie because Ilya was going to keep her on the team after she broke up with Kyle, leaving no room for Lori on the team, saying she didn't mean for the brick to hit Christie. Um, Ilya is coaching girls for nationals, and Ellie and Olivia come to talk to him. They say Lori wants to see him, and he says after nationals. And we dick wolf. And we dick wolf. Um, I just I think the reason that episode feels so real to me is because there's so much pressure on these girls like that, even today. Yeah. Um, and I have like I have a cousin who's in that competitive cheerleading world, which is very similar. Yeah. And I know how freaking high pressure it is. Competitive cheerleading, competitive dancing, um, professional dancing, and competitive gymnastics are all very, very hard on um, the girls when it comes to their weight um, and when it comes to the pressure to perform. Mm -hmm. So it's it's rough. Yeah. Um, All right, so... I am going to jump into our tarot reading because I had a jumper, so I didn't even have to try, really. Um, So if anyone wants to know, I'm using the Trip and Weight Tarot deck, which is an LSD hippie-themed take on the regular uh, weight tarot. Um, And the card that jumped out was the Six of Swords. The cards never lie, my dudes. Um, so six of swords, when you hear swords, I, my brain automatically is always like, oh, negative, negative, negative. But this card in particular actually isn't because it's more so about moving towards calmer waters. Um, visually, you know, it, at least for my deck and a lot of the originals as well, um, you see a guy moving towards happier times sailing towards happier times, taking people to better times. So the way that I think of Six of Swords is escaping from a bad situation. So if you're in a place in your life where something isn't going your way or something's not making you uh, happy or fulfilled, just know that there are better days ahead. The sun will come out tomorrow. Like it's a positive card. So there is a lot of negative. There's a lot of swords. There's a lot of stabbing negative energy around you right now, but it's not forever. Um, And as long as you keep a positive mindset and you keep moving forward, Mm -hmm. you'll move towards that calmer, happier time. Um, I think think it's, I think it's fitting because I believe last week's tarot poll was the five of swords. (laughs) Yeah. We just going in order. (laughs) Um, But I do love this card particularly because I pull it a lot for myself. The last year of my life or so, and I'm sure Coley would agree, has it's just been batshit crazy. Yeah. Um, I literally texted my friend Alexis the other day and I was like, I have some news for you. And she goes, oh God, what is it? And I was like, it's good news. And she goes, Katie, I'm not used to hearing good news from you. Yeah. And I was like, me either. (laughs) Um, 
and I pulled this card a lot for myself and I think it's a very subtle and gentle reminder that, Hey, like, you know, things do get better. Life is full of trials, but things do get better and everything is working out best case scenario. Yes. Um, so yeah, the cards never lie. No, not ever. Um, so, uh, that's our show, I guess. Um, yeah, this is your second episodic reminder to rate, review, and subscribe. Rating and subscribing are the most important. They tell the algorithm that you like us and will um, suggest us to other people who may like us. Um, yeah, and rating is just really nice. Uh, reviewing is just really nice. Um, we lost all our reviews when we switched podcast hosts. And we're holding steady at one. So <laughs> let's uh, get those numbers up. Yeah, please leave us a review. Um, we'll read them on the show. Yes. Uh, also, while you're, you know, hanging out, leaving us a review. If you're on social media, we would love to have you as part of our Instagram family. Uh, our Insta is SVU Coven. Simple, easy. You can find us. We're the only ones on there. Um, and give us a follow. Talk to us over there. Uh, if you're still listening, drop your favorite emoji in the comments of our most recent post. Um, also, you know, we have a Discord server. It's free. It's fun. It's a cool way to connect with us um, in a different kind of fashion. We talk about tarot over there. Anything SVU Coven, really. Um, I really want to grow it because I think it would be fun. I'm in a lot of other Discord servers that are big, and so I see how the huge ones operate. Um, and that, however, it would be fun to have more people over there. So join the Coven. The link is in our Instagram bio while you're already there following us anyway. Uh, it does expire after seven days, so you want to get in there as quick as you can. If you notice the Discord link is expired, though, shoot us a DM. We'll send you a new one. Yes. Um, however... If social media is not a medium that speaks to you, you can always shoot us an email. We are here for everything. Questions, comments, concerns. If you want to be on the show, sponsor the show, hang out with us, shoot us an email at svucoven at gmail.com. Coley does check our email, so somebody will be responding to you. Yeah. yeah. So that's our show. That's our show. <laughs> um, I guess I will talk to you soon. Yeah. All right. Love you. Love you too. Blessed be. Blessed be. Bye. Bye.